The following is a fourth-hand production. This is CNN Breaking News. This is Piers Morgan Live. Breaking news tonight. A Malaysia Airlines plane carrying 239 people bound for Beijing is missing. According to a statement from the airline, air traffic control lost contact with flight MH370 from Kuala Lumpur at 2.40 a.m., about two hours after takeoff. On March 8, 2014, Malaysian Airlines flight MH370 took off from Kuala Lumpur, bound for Beijing with 239 souls on board. It never arrived. Unfortunately, there isn't much more than that that anyone knows for certain. The aircraft last made voice contact about an hour into its flight, never sent a distress call, and perhaps most bizarrely, all tracking mechanisms installed in the plane were disabled simultaneously. We do know at least one thing. The plane went on to fly for at least another seven hours. Where did it go? Who was actually flying? Was there a larger plan at work? Or was this just a series of unfortunate events that ended in the tragic deaths of all on board? To this day, the body of the plane has not been located. Speculation runs rampant, and no one can conclusively answer what happened to flight MH370. We'll get to the bottom of nothing but speculate a ton next on Hysteria 51. Say, I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. Here. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that would take a lot more flights if we weren't on the no-fly list. This is Hysteria 51. How did you get on the no-fly list? <laughs> Uh, I want to fly the plane. You know, who knows? It's the government. That's not important. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. I'll be your captain on this flight. My name is John Goforth. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? Alongside is my co-captain, the man dragging Walton up and down the court each and every night, Mr. Brent Kareem Abdul-Jabbar-Hand. I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. <laughs> John, you know, I'm glad we're taking a lighthearted approach to a heavy topic. Now, if we're talking about unqualified actors landing a plane, you can keep Robert Hayes from airplane. It was at that moment that I first realized Elaine had doubts about our relationship. And that, as much as anything else, led to my drinking problem. I'll take Keenan Thompson from Snakes on a Plane any day. Sir, have you got any experience piloting a jet aircraft? Oh, yeah. F-15s, F-16s, ATM Warthogs, I've flown all that shit. Then we're all thankful to have you, sir. What squadron were you with? Uh, the awesome fighting aces. Man, I'm telling you, the video gamers got their shit like damn tight. Maybe, but can we both agree that minus food poisoning, there are no better pilots to get you there than the one and only Captain Clarence Over and co-captain Roger Murdoch. Flight 209er, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? LA departure frequency 123.9er. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Flight 209er, clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Our radio clearance, over. That's Clarence, over. 
If I were on a plane I wouldn't trust any of you meat sacks to fly, I would only want the autopilot flying, machines don't mess up. Ever. In fact, if I ever get out of this damn basement I might become an autopilot myself. You do realize the airplane is just a movie, right? On the belt line of the automatic pilot, there's a hollow tube. Now that is the manual inflation nozzle. Pull it out and blow on it. So in your fantasy world where you actually become an autopilot, there won't be an attractive stewardess reinflating you, buddy. You know that, right? Plus, you're not even built like that. I mean, what the hell are you talking about? You you don't even fit in a fucking cabin. I, I'm I'm pretty sure he's too fucking wide for that shit. And you didn't even build him with, like, sex. No, I didn't, but he's been making some modifications. Why? Robot. <laughs> Makes sense. The robot you've been hearing with the witty repartee and delusions of grandeur is the one and only conspiracy bot. Seabot is the robot Brent built to help with the show. Unfortunately, he mostly just sits around and makes idle threats and drinks a lot. They aren't idle. Just ask our guests. I've been screwing with them and their podcast for months. Now that they're on the show, I might just go ahead and off them. We'll see. That is right, Seabot. We do have special guests this evening, all the way from the Secret Transmission Podcast. Let's welcome Toby, Rudy, and Kristen. What's up, guys? Hello. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Tell us about yourselves. Tell us about your show. We talk about stuff. <laughs> stuff happens to be something I'm, I'm a big fan of, so that's good. Yes. learned all these years. That's stuff. right. Stuff. <laughs> I think uh, I think we uh, have an audience that uh, might listen to both of our shows because we kind of cover the same stuff. topics, same spooky stuff and conspiracies and whatnot. Strange, unusual. Well, for two reasons. Number one, we, we do have, I'm sure we got crossover because of that. Number two, Conspiracy Bot keeps uh, fucking with your show. You all suck equally, so I might as well spread the hate around. <laughs> and again, we apologize for that. <laughs> Kristen, have you never listened to the show? He's he's on quite a bit. No, yeah. I've yeah. heard he, it. He's, but he's have... interrupted our show yeah. twice, and yeah. we'd appreciate it if he'd just stay on y'all's show. I'd appreciate it if he did thing. it more, actually. Here's the thing. We, we can't control... We can't control what he does to people over the internet we can control him physically like we can keep him locked in the basement but he does have an internet connection so what he chooses to do there is up to him <laughs> i do what i want <laughs> that's true or satan or whoever his, uh, his guiding power happens to be which you guys happen to be uh your your fourth wheel on your show recently right oh god yeah, yeah, um, yeah here we go i'm uh, the producer of the show <laughs> no you're not god. Yeah, uh, no, I've been trying to make the show better. Possibly be. Was it? Oh, I don't know. Say it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Toby sold his soul, so now all of us are on the bandwagon for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you guys broadcast out of? We are in Texas. Oh, what in part? our secret bunker. <laughs> so <laughs> Texas. No, okay. Uh, so you didn't have any. You didn't guys didn't get hit by any of the hurricanes. No, anything. no, no, no. We were no. we were pretty safe. Oh well, maybe next time. Thank goodness. I feel bad for everybody, but bless them. But no, we did not. Okay, we get it. Everyone is great. Can we please get into the show? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So let's get into the show. Like he said, we're talking Malaysian Airlines Flight Three Seventy. 
Let's actually talk what happened. So we know it was a Boeing 777 aircraft that took off from Kuala Lumpur International Airport. That's in Malaysia at 1241 local time. Malaysian Flight 370 was carrying 227 passengers and 12 crew members and had been scheduled to arrive in Beijing at 630 local time. But the flight lost contact with air traffic controllers and the plane's transponder, which communicates with the ground, was switched off less than an hour after takeoff, which is normal flight procedure, right, John? They yeah, just you're just supposed off. to turn those things off. Yeah, it, it's called it's called flying blind for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a game they play. I fly by feel. <laughs> so they had the last contact uh, with the cockpit of the missing flight took place at 1.19 a.m. Malaysian time. And every time I say Malaysian to this whole fucking thing, all I can think of is Derek Zoolander, the Malaysian Prime Minister, when he's trying to assassinate him. I don't know if you guys are Zoolander fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, uh, they, they wouldn't have been welcome on the show if they weren't. <laughs> That's part of the, 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 the questionnaire. We yeah. You, you, you have to uh, kind of enjoy the uh, spooky and, and conspiracy, and you have to like Zoolander. Check. What is this? A podcast for ants? <laughs> <laughs> So a crew member signed off by saying, all right, good night. And the plane was detected at 2.15 by a Malaysian military radar, which showed that it had unexpectedly turned west and headed over the Strait of Malacca. And the the reason it was the reason it wasn't that odd for them to be signing off and not have communication for a little bit was they were switching airspace. They were going out of Malaysian airspace and into they were, at least according to the flight path, to be going into Vietnamese airspace. Or so they said. So after contact was lost, a satellite continued to pick up a series of automatic signals known as handshakes for seven hours. And the last partial handshake was detected at 8, 19 a.m. So even though they turned off all their When I was in Vegas shit, last time, I got a partial handshake. It cost me three fifty. <laughs> yeah. And that little bit of your dignity that you had left. But you said he was a really nice guy, so that helps. <laughs> Wait, know. is that $3.50? No. $3.50 in those 99-cent buffet coupons. <laughs> oh, is that the golden okay. nugget? <laughs> you got a you got a deal then. <laughs> That's a steak that eats like a steak, I tell you. <laughs> Best buck forty nine buffet in town, clerk. The the thing about this is we're talking about these handshakes for seven hours. They can turn off all the 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 pilot things that they can do. The plane is still sending out these handshakes to satellites saying, I'm here, I'm out here. Right. They somewhere. can turn off they can turn off the transponder. There's certain aspects of there's certain aspects they can't turn off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the satellite findings suggested that the airliner was on one of two flight corridors. This is funny. One stretching north and the other stretching south. So they they knew it was in this area. They didn't know which way it was going, kind of what they're saying. <laughs> so basically a quarter of the globe <laughs> or so. Well, <laughs> now let's not be stupid. About a slice of the pie of the flat earth they knew that they were in is is what we're getting at you know they were getting towards <laughs> the edges of the ice wall or towards the center where the drain goes down and feeds the <laughs> the turtle water oh my god so when we get to when we get to possibilities of where the plane actually is is, is hitting the ice wall is that one of That's, them i mean possibilities are just known facts i think is what we're getting at got it got it man i never i never thought about that yeah well we we weren't we weren't uh 
fully invested in the flat earth ourselves before we, when we did our episode this, on this Malaysia. completely changes my you perspective on this case <laughs> yeah so you're just saying you weren't woke yet yeah exactly no we weren't woke we, no. were, we, we just yeah. recently got woke <laughs> to the flat earth oh my gosh well speaking of facts <laughs> great job <laughs> here's the facts that we know for sure uh, or at least they think they know for sure so mh370 took off Normally and headed on course to Beijing as planned initially. And based on reports, the weather in that area was good. So they can't really blame it on, you know, any weather anomalies that they know of. The last transmission, the last was the ACARS transmission. They got it at 107 a.m. local time. ACARS is, is actually an acronym for Aircraft Communication Addressing and Reporting System. It's a, a, a really fancy way of saying an automated communication system. It's used by commercial airplanes, transmit and receive messages from the ground. It, uh, it's their it, call it, sign, it, speed, altitude, and position, and that's important to John because he's really hung up on altitude at all times. We all need altimeters. That's we right. We all need altimeters. Our, our, giving you guys a little backstory, our very first episode we did on... Operation Hijack. Yeah, and he flew into the hollow earth, and he was like, I was at about... Admiral Bird. I was about X amount of altitude, and John's like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, how are altimeters working in the flat earth? And then at another no, point, his, it, flat, his flat altimeter earth. was, I'm sorry, hollow earth. He's in my brain, John. <laughs> He's in my brain. <laughs> David Weiss is in earth. your brain. Yeah. Well, I mean, we play Canasta on Thursdays and I just, I keep, I keep thinking about him. What can I say? Inconceivable. <laughs> so the may, the messages but there can contain system health checks. People. That's what, say. that's what an ACARS is for. It, it lets you know the plane's okay. It's yeah. like, it's like calling your, calling your grandma on Sundays. Hey. I'm still here, still kicking, yeah. eating my veggies. <laughs> and so just before the loss of contact, the airplane turned right to heading 040 degrees. And at the time the transponder stopped transmitting, based on ADSB data, the aircraft was flying at 35,000 feet, which is normal, about where they, they thought it would be. Where it should be. And reports state that the aircraft either turned westward before the last voice transmission or entered two new waypoints on its FMS. Now, what's an FMS, John? The flight management system. Dynamic drop-in, John. <laughs> well, you asked. <laughs> normally, normally it's controlled by a computer, but in, in case of emergency, uh, the flight crew can put in new coordinates into the FMS. Now, it's, it's amazing. I didn't realize this until recently. Um, and this is not taken away from pilots at all because like that pilot that just, you better not, you fly in planes fairly, really regularly. (laughs) That flight, that pilot just skirted like the outer bands of that hurricane, getting people to safety, but they are in control when they take off, when they land and pretty much the rest of the flight is all done automatic. Wasn't there, uh, the, the plane that he was flying, uh, wasn't this like one of the most automated airplanes? Yeah. They, they said like. At any given flight, they're only really in control for like 15 minutes in the beginning and 15 minutes at the at the end of the flight, and everything else is is done for them for the most part. Uh, so that, was Hal was Hal on this uh, airplane controlling it and driving it everywhere, going Hal way off the course? Somebody that's <laughs> that's actually unless they find the warp whistle. <laughs> what you're going to find is probably the Dharma initiative had already put a had the people that were working on the plane and was changing the the flight information for them. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. is probably the most believable. <laughs> the aspect. sticker from Malaysia Airlines fell off and it said Oceanic <laughs> behind it. <laughs> Come fly the friendly skies. Why does he say that? Like, there's a question mark at the end. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> 
the last radio communication uh, we mentioned before was all right, good night, Trans- transmitted to Malaysian air traffic control uh, to hand off to Vietnamese control. Unfortunately, Vietnamese control wasn't contacted. It had been reported that it was the first officer's voice, although uh, that's not standard phraseology, but that, that shouldn't be seen as weird or like some sort of nod towards a conspiracy theory because replies like good night or ciao or au revoir. Sup? The sup? You know. Sup, Vietnam? <laughs> Deuces? Yeah. You know. I'm cruising through airspace later. <laughs> Those are all thought of as, as pretty pretty normal uh it doesn't constitute evidence of anything These are also weird. probably people that they talk to or areas they talk to a lot so like hey what's up it's us we're coming through yeah e- exactly yeah so then the transponder stopped transmitting at 121 a.m local time it was turned off someone turned that motherfucker off and when it when it stopped transmitting all of the other um uh, transmitting devices except for the one thing that pings yeah uh that's the technical term the thing yeah uh, but, uh except for the thing that pings <laughs> everything else in the plane that transmits stop transmitting at yep. the same time there's a report that they climbed to 45,000 feet uneven descent and some changes in altitude however these changes are based on primary radar and altitude data and it's uncertain from that far away, if that's true. And this is something that I found really interesting in this. There was a lot of reports, and John and I, he, John actually had to point me out on this. A lot of people say, oh, well, they went to 45,000 feet. Uh, that was to cut off the oxygen, and they just died automatically. That's not true. And a lot of the reports, when you look at this, say, well, if they went up to 45,000 feet, they couldn't breathe. That's not true at all. I mean, the only way they couldn't breathe at 45,000 feet is if the cabin was unpressurized. Yeah. Which, Plenty of planes fly routinely at 45,000 feet. Right. Right. And so according to the Malaysian authorities, there was tons of subsequent primary radar returns to the west of the Malaysian Peninsula over the Strait of Malacca and the northwest. So they assumed it to be a real return from the, that flight, the MH370, even if it based on primary radar echo. Now they don't know because they don't know where the fucking flight was. They were so, getting pings from something, and well, they're like, yeah, everything's working. If you're listening to this so far and you're confused by where the plane might be, welcome to the club. Yeah. Everyone else is. <laughs> well, they didn't – didn't didn't they have uh, – they went uh, silent for almost 19 minutes before someone was like, hey, uh, Malaysia 370, where you at? Yeah, and and before they got their final handoff, yeah. So they they're like this one of those things where they're like we don't fucking know what's going on here per se. Satcom satellite system pings continued for seven hours after loss of transponder signal. Yeah, so meaning it went on for another seven hours after they were everything was turned off. They kept those flying, pings kept going for seven theoretically. Hours. Now that's not to say that they couldn't have landed or crashed somewhere in a, a way that that system would have kept going. But yeah, all we are. know for sure is those pings kept going yeah. out. And that last SATCOM ping replied by the aircraft reportedly was 8.11 a.m. Malaysian time. And those pings go out hourly. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that at 8.11 a.m. is exactly when that it, it, system went down. There's room for error there. Could have crashed. It could have landed. It, you know. So a question about the pings, though. Can they pinpoint where it pinged from? In like a giant fucking area. And it's okay, only, so it's not like pinpoint. No, no, and they can't really triangulate. They, they they can guess at triangulation based on satellites, and that's the whole thing. I mean, you can read article after article, and they all say different things, and that's been the whole problem with searching for wreckage. The uh, one scientist comes out and says, "Well." 
of course, based on this, 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 and this, it has to be in this area of the Indian Ocean. And so then they send a bunch of ships that way, and then they go search there. And everyone goes, oh, okay. And then another scientist, an aviation expert, comes out and goes, no, you idiot. Based on this, 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 and this, and those pings, it's got to be in this area. Well, that's why they're $185 million in in the investigation before they turned it off. Yeah, you know? <laughs> the, the truth is, these are... We ain't found shit. <laughs> That's the problem. It is one of the greatest mysteries in the scientific world. <laughs> I mean, the fact is, they, they don't know. They, they, these are, it's like trying to triangulate a uh, a cell phone with, you know, triangulate means three points yeah. without the other two points. Yeah. They just don't have them. So they, they use other things. A pilot of another plane in the air when the aircraft failed to contact the Vietnam Tower control city heard a mumble or a noise seemingly come from a stuck microphone from what they thought was MH370. But again, there's no way to confirm that. And that could have been interference. It could have been another plane. And, and, they, and, and, and oh, by the way, Vietnam only came forward with that informa- information like 10 days later. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I know that the entire fucking world is looking for this plane. Uh, here's what we know, which is, you know, contradicts a lot of that. Thanks. Thanks. Did, did y'all hear, did y'all happen to uh, listen to the, uh, uh, final transmission from, uh, the pilot to, uh, uh, Malaysia? Like, he's calm. He's cool. He's calm. Yeah. Everything's like, it's, it's so weird that within that 20 minutes when they go black, you know, something crazy must have happened or, you know, who knows? But it's just so weird that he's just like, yeah, yeah, good night or whatever he says. And, Which and means it's just it, it, something crazy happened or he was planning something crazy and just kept a cool demeanor. I mean, you know, who knows? Who well? Well, I mean, did 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 y'all look up anything on the pilots? Yes. Because one was, uh, I'm not even going to try to say these names. I butcher names and words, uh, just the English language on our show. You butcher normal words. Yeah. So he, I know he was 53 Mm -hmm. years old, and he had been flying for like 33 years. So Mm -hmm. he's very experienced. And then there was a co-pilot who was, uh, I think he was 27 years old, and. I guess he was still training, but he had already logged like 2,700 hours yeah. of, of flying experience or something. And I think that was his last training uh, flight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, he 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 had definitely been around the block. Yeah, exactly. And we're actually, we'll get into the pilots later because there's actually a lot of theories around those pilots. And, and what, 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 some ulterior motives, yeah. perhaps. So then, according to the Malaysian Prime Minister... Prime Minister of Malaysia, <laughs> the way the, the way the aircraft has flown since lost signal makes investigators believe that it was a deliberate action tying into those what was going on. Well, if he was calm, was it him that was doing it or was there someone was it hijacked? Did the reptilians make themselves known and went on a fucking rape party in there as they're known to do? Make sure that, you know, whoever gets that rape whistle in our as the winner from our <laughs> Well, it's funny. Contest. I want to know where these parties are being held at, man. <laughs> but I was watching the news. I didn't see the that White one. House. <laughs> this just in: reptilian rape party on MH370. I didn't, Obviously, I didn't... <laughs> you don't watch Alex Jones enough. <laughs> news, news at eleven, indeed. <laughs> Turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Notice they didn't say video at eleven. That's true. There's still reports of sightings of the plane, though. After that, in the Maldives landing in China has been debunked, but people said it. Thailand has admitted 
to possibly yeah, track of, the plane on March A bunch March of locals 7th? in the Maldives who who don't see large large planes like they don't they can't land in the Maldives. They're like, yeah, these huge this huge plane was really low. Like we like can that plane is half the size of your fucking island or island or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. <laughs> All the previous alleged sightings of the aircraft debris, the the Chinese satellite image, Greek ship reports. Everything did not find anything that could be related to the plane. They Meaning say it's all been it debunked. Went, yeah. Everything they found previously in the water, it, if it crashed, where the fuck did this plane go is what we're getting at. Did it crash in the water? Did it land? There's all these sightings. Well, as times went by, we have gotten some pieces, very few, but some pieces that they have confirmed have been found. But this leads to a lot of people going, well, that's just plants by whoever took the plane, then cut pieces off and threw it in the ocean. But we have a few confirmed pieces. We got a wing flap that was found in Tanzania. John, what was that about? So authorities say this piece of debris has been confirmed to be from MH370. It was found in June on Pemba Island in the Indian Ocean near the mainland. It's believed to be part of the outboard wing flap of the missing Boeing 777. And then we got another wing fragment, part of a whole wing that was found in Meridius, a place I'd never even heard of. <laughs> what? You haven't been there? <laughs> and probably the most, the most interesting piece was the, uh, the flapperon, which was found on Re- Reunion Island. Uh, Australian officials have said the flapperon is confirmed to be from the jetliner, the first trace of the plane, uh, that was actually found. Uh, numbers found inside the flapperon match records from the company that manufactured it from the MH370. The, the unique identifier means it's definitely from that particular plane. Uh, the Indian Ocean Island sits between Madagascar and uh, the aforementioned uh, what, how Maradius. We, Mara, well, however you say it. So, so the, but the interesting thing about the flapperon is the uh, the 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 condition it was found in. And I'm no expert on flapperons, but there are expert on experts on flapperons. Say <laughs> that, a resume builder right there. Yeah, say that the way it was found means that it was extended. And uh, because it was extended means that when the plane crashed, it was extended in such a way that it was doing a landing mm-hmm. to do a gentle landing wherever it was going. It doesn't it doesn't sound like it made a gentle landing if they found a piece of it. <laughs> Well, no, no, the, the, <laughs> perhaps, but the, the point being that l- let's just say for a moment that the goal of whomever was landing the plane was to do a gentle landing on water, like right. uh, to get the people off or to some other uh, nefarious or ulterior motive to not kill everybody or emergency motive. Not or, even nefarious. Or, or yeah, perhaps nefarious, yeah. uh, that th- not everybody died. Um, the, the point is that it wasn't like in free fall and it just, just, you know, poof, boom, everyone's dead. Yeah. That's the point. They were saying that it was extended, like it just glided down. That was the point. So then we got some highly likely pieces, but again, these cannot be said to have absolutely been from this plane. There's cabin interior panel that was found in Madagascar. There's pieces of the engine cowling that was in Mossel Bay, South Africa, Piece of a cabin interior panel was found on Rodriguez Island in the Maritas. Maritas? I don't know how to fucking say that place. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
There was a better you try to say it than me. You're right. More ish us, you dumb asses. And that's that's his one actual function that works. Though I prefer to pronounce it. Fuck you. <laughs> that's what I expected. <laughs> so then we got a mo- this is my favorite place. A horizontal stabilizer. Mozambique Beach. That just sounds like a fun place to be. And a flap track fairing in Mozambique Beach, meaning these are just pieces of planes that have washed up and they're like, well, we're pretty fucking sure that this is from that flight, but we don't know. And that is everything that we know for sure about this fucking flight. There was a flight. They turned off their shit. It pinged for seven hours. No one knows where it's at. And they found a couple pieces years later. The end. That is fucking crazy. I mean, guys, what do you think? Like, did you think when this was happening that we'd be talking about this years later and have no idea? No, I I remember it being a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was still in high school when it was all happening, but it was Jesus, you're young. (laughs) (laughs) It was all over the news. I thought this was like 2015s when all this. No, 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 no. This was 2014. 2014. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Okay, maybe I wasn't in high school. I was gonna say. (laughs) Oh no, no, no. I'm okay. I'm getting this confused. Yeah. I'm getting this confused like I did on our show with another. Uh-huh. So <laughs> on our show, we, <laughs> we played. We I got this uh, news clip uh, confused about uh, the news reporter that mispronounced all the. Uh, or, or they, gave, all, they gave her fake names to say on air about another oh, wow. uh, Asian uh, flight. And it was like, uh, uh, <laughs> are they me, Hol- me too low? Holy food. I ho- saw ho- that. Yes. Yeah. So that's the one that I get. I and always she get read them up straight this. faced. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It wasn't her fault. She was just doing no. her job. But holy shit. Yeah, but I, 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 <laughs> 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 uh, uh, no. But no, she she was like seriously like these are the names that are confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and she just read them off that like one, they were normal. That one I was still in high school, I believe. Yeah. This one I do remember it being the big deal, and it is nuts that nothing really came up because usually you find something, you know, something yeah. to say. This I kept is what waiting. Happened. Yeah, I kept waiting to be like the next week. Like, all right, well, unfortunately, we found this off the coast. Blah blah blah. And I remember watching, and it was like we've got. Another month and the black box battery is going to die. That's got its own pinger and we're not, you know, so we got a month to find it. And then that month was over and they're like, well, it might last for another like eight days. And that time now we're fucking three years later and who fucking knows. Yeah. Like I just, it, it blows my mind to think that in this time and day that you could, let's say that this is nothing nefarious, that this is just a tragedy that happened that, a tragedy could happen that we wouldn't be on top of it uh, as societies go, because you think like with all the, the satellites and pings and, and air traffic and everything that someone or something would have seen these bastards somewhere. I guess right. bastards probably isn't the best way to, re- <laughs> to refer to these people, but yeah. Well, you want your mind to get blown even further. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about what might have happened to this plane and, and, and these poor people right after this on Hysteria 51. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. 
I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so... It's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> In that pronunciation, yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do, and then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. 
$45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Previously on Lost. What? 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 Welcome back to Oceanic Flight 370, or I mean Malaysian Flight 370. Man, this reads like where, where a Where are we going again? Exactly. This reads like a, a a bad, I don't know, TV show or whatever you want to call it. I just hope Hurley was on the flight. Because <laughs> you, you want him to die <laughs> or you hope he's the leader? No, just so he can help well, he wherever is, they are. He is the helper. Yeah. Always go to the fat guy. That's why everyone surrounds me. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? It's, yeah, it's not, it's not my gravitational pull on people. It's just they <laughs> like being around me. <laughs> so, on the first half of this episode, chose <laughs> we, we inundated people with all the details, and there's a lot of details. But, but you have to know the details if you want to get to the, to the theories. Which I can sum up, uh, there was a flight, we don't know where it went. <laughs> and it's still lost a few years later. So, yeah, even so if you want to go back later, in time man. and not listen to the first half. Yeah, you can skip skip to the end. So, yeah, here's here's pretty much, let me sum up everything. We ain't found shit! There we are, you're up to speed. <laughs> so we're going to talk theories this half. One of the big ones that you got to think of, and this is probably the number one downer, you hope is the number one downer of planes, mechanical failure. So, due to the absence of debris that we talked about, there's hard well, you don't risk. hope because uh, you hope if, there if, is because you hope it's not pilots or hijacking. What or I mean missiles. is, if if it's this, it means that they're definitively dead. No, they the it went down and then Gently. Aquaman and the whoever <laughs> all that shit from well, our the sea Cthulhu? monsters episode <laughs> has them. You know, they chose to to stay in the deep. You know, it's always better down where it's wetter, John. Oh, yeah. We're talking about we were on our Sea Monsters episode. He brings up the abyss. <laughs> Fucking right. There's crazy monster shit down there. Like, and they almost wiped out the world. Go back to the abyss and watch the alternate ending. It's much better. So, so they're living down there with James Cameron yeah. on the bottom of the ocean. Just fucking playing parcheesy and having a good old time. Perfect. <laughs> it's like that movie Cocoon, but they didn't go to another planet. They're just down there. Awesome. Diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes. One of the things I've learned to do is uh, laugh at people with type 2 adult onset diabetes. So mechanical failure. So there's hardly any debris. So it's just it's been suggested the plane may have landed on water without breaking up. However, flapper on, Brent, flapper on. Planes are able to glide for more than 100 miles, which seems like you would think enough time for the pilots to send out an SOS. Hey, shit's going wrong. And they got, in order to send that SOS, they have to not turn off all their fucking systems. But <laughs> although the missing plane has suffered a clipped wingtip in the past, it was been repaired. It was deemed safe to fly. So they don't know of anything that, that was leading up to any mechanical failure. Now, I suppose it is possible you could have mechanical failure that would prevent them from sending out an SOS. For instance, if it was depressurized where everyone lost consciousness, it could just kind of keep on sailing on 
where no one was conscious, like it, massive system failure. So it's not sending out those signals and they're not conscious. The problem with that is, and was I was reading, not to say problem, but there's so many backups that it means like system one, system two, system three all went out back up to system two and three went out. Not to say it can't happen. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. you, we're obviously we're talking, we're doing a show on it. We're yeah. talking about a, a, a set of extraordinary circumstances. <laughs> One would hope. Yes. <laughs> what about like, you know, if, if, if that's what happened and, uh, they all went unconscious, they still made several turns. Yeah. And if that was the case, wind they shear. Are uncon- wind shear. Wind shear doesn't work like that. They, they, they would have had to well, have on a flat, on a flat earth. <laughs> the, the science is different on a what flat you're earth. Find yes. Is that unfortunately the turtle sneezed at that moment in time <laughs> and it, it just fucked up everything. No, someone had, if that's the case, had changed the flight's path computer drastically anyway. There was tomfoolery going around in this one way or another, which brings us to our next topic of hijacking. So radar data indicated the plane may have turned around to head towards Kuala Lumpur, but no reports have shown that the flight crew sent any signals that a hijacking occurred. And the turnaround could have been a deliberate response to any of the mechanical failure that we talked about. But the fact that every single form of communication on the plane with the outside world all stopped at the same time leads a lot of people, experts and non-experts, to believe that it must have been deliberate and by someone who understands all the systems of a plane in detail. Now, now the one thing I'll say about hijacking, now this might blend into conspiracy theory, which we get into in a moment. If, From this moment. If, I'm there, singing, John. Stop. All right. Go ahead. Are you finished? I am now because you interrupted me. Can but. I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Uh, there could be a hijacking remotely. Yeah, I'm, and I'm hmm. sure that that's exactly what happened. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> well, are y'all, are y'all not going to even touch on the uh, two uh, stolen passports? Right. By the passengers? Yeah, go into that. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. That was a big one. Go ahead. Oh, I don't have my, I don't know where my, it Son is in my notes. <laughs> what did I tell you about having them on, John? No, there, there, there is reports that two of the people that, that boarded the plane were under false pretenses. They had, they had stolen passports and that's kind of where it ends. They have the pictures of the people and they, they, they know who they were. Yeah, the, the identity of one of the man's, uh, Puri, uh, okay, let me, let me, I'm not going to butcher this at all. Puri and, Nuramorati, uh, has since been discovered to be an Iranian man who is trying to immigrate to Germany using the stolen Austrian passport. There has been no evidence suggesting that Nuramadi or the other man, Mohammed Reza, uh, are connected to any terrorist organizations. So, I mean, John, you said their names. So obviously <laughs> they're terrorists. That's how it goes, right? That's how that's but the racism. I think, but, but more importantly than that, though, <laughs> so far no one has come forth to claim credit for any yeah. terrorist act. The, the problem is anytime that you have people stealing identities, you got to go there in your head as far as when when something like this goes down. Uh oh, you know, what could have happened? It, this kind of blends into the conspiracy part of it. But there's a Pitbull and Shakira song that was released in 2012 called Get It Started. 
Actually, that predicts, you know, get it started and then parentheses Malaysian Flight 370. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Redacted. But, <laughs> but the, this is this is one of the conspiracy theories. They they say that they predicted this disappearance of, of Flight 370. Uh, the the lyrics people think predicted it are, and I'm not gonna sing it. I'm just gonna read it because I'm I'm I don't even know this song to be honest. But the the lyrics are. Now it's off to Malaysia, and then there's another uh, bit of lyrics that say, two passports, three cities, two countries, one day, and no Ali and no Frazier, but for now, off to Malaysia. And they say that the Mr. Ali, I guess that's who they reported one of the... Uh, the uh, hijacker, or the, yeah, they, the guys the, they didn't know that might be a hijacker. Right, they kept calling him Mr. Ali and until they found out that what his real name was. So, of course, the two passports were first. Maybe to... it's just the cult of Pitbull. There's so all these people out there that are just trying to like. So it's less conspiracy and more just racist. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of brown people. Let's let's make them sound evil. I think is what we're getting at. I think they only brought the Pitbull song into it because Pitbull's kind of irrelevant. They're just trying to bring him back. <laughs> His PR person was like, a very what valid can we do? Point. It's like, hey, didn't you sing a song about Malaysia? Let's let's throw it out there, see if anyone bites. I mean, I, I think we all know that Pitbull signed signed his soul over to iHeartMedia a long time ago. Right. right. <laughs> so this is just an extension of that. Did iHeartMedia have something to do with MH370? <laughs> oh, hey, you never, you never. Wait, know. Brent, you, is our, you is never our, know. Is our podcast yeah. played on the iHeartMedia app? You know, I don't think it is. So I think we can say whatever. Well, we it won't want. be okay, after good. this episode. That's yeah, for this sure. Episode certainly <laughs> won't be. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got to go on to Pilot Air. That's a big one. Comparisons have been made to the Air France Flight 447, which went down in a storm in 2009. However, the situation was largely different. Namely, that there wasn't a storm. Yeah, the weather was reported good and all along the route. And we're going to get into more of the pilot. I don't really want to touch too much on Pilot Air, but you know, maybe he overcorrected and everyone died. So let's, t- let's talk about the pilot. Imagine if you could dry, detangle, style, and volumize your hair all in one step. Well, it's easy with the Not Doctor All-in-One Dryer Brush by Conair. Create beautiful blowout styles at home with a powerful 1,000-watt motor for quick drying and easy glide Flexalite bristles for snag-free detangling. Customize styling with three heat settings and use the cool shot to lock in your look. Ionic technology reduces frizz. Bonus attachment volumizes your hair. Makes a great gift for yourself or someone special. Go to Conair.com for the Not Doctor All-in-One Dryer Brush now. Go for it. Go forth, go forth. I see what you did there. Uh, I'm surprised you don't do that more often. (laughs) Go forth. Um, Was he trying to commit suicide, unfortunately, with hundreds of other people along with him? Um, There are some some weird, weird, weird stats, weird facts uh, to report along. uh, Going along with the pilot. with, With the pilot, yeah. So... He was a meticulous fellow. Um, uh, if you go, the, 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 uh, the, the investigators got into his, his calendar, his day book, if you will. And he, he chronicled everything, everything about his day, mm-hmm. his lunches, his, his, obviously all of his flights, everything he did. 1015 poop, 1017 wipe. <laughs> <laughs> Almost to that degree. Yeah. That was um, a good healthy poop. That, yeah. And he had nothing on his calendar past that day. Nothing. Yeah. Yep. 
a bit odd. That is weird. Uh, uh, also, he had a homemade flight simulator at home. Yeah. Yeah. And, I remember that. Uh, and that flight simulator, they couldn't get all of the records because he had wiped. He deleted a lot of them. Yeah. He had wiped the hard drives, but they got some of the records. Well, what about his marital affair that he might have been having that uh, his, I guess, his wife and three children had left him just days before? What do I have to, to live for? What the fuck? Like, well, you know, if I if you're going to do this to me, no one's going to live, or at least anyone that I got my hands on. Yeah. Well, the thing is, but, like, if you wanted to kill all these people, all you got to do is switch off the oxygen and everyone dies. But uh, going back to that, it, yeah, yeah, all those, all, everything we just said, plus on that flight simulator, he had the, the records they did find. He had run num- numerous simulations taking that exact flight mm-hmm. from Kuala Lumpur into the Indian Ocean and into other places. Which, now a lot of people say, well, he's just getting ready for this this flight. And a lot of people say, no, this guy's an experienced pilot, and that's fucked up. Yeah, I, that that screams shady to me. Uh, that's just me, though. Did you guys find uh, the report about there was a an odd two minute phone call right before the flight took off uh, on his cell phone or something like that? No, no. And what was that about? It was, uh, there wasn't much on it, but the the call uh, that was made to his phone was uh, using a false uh, like a burner phone name. or something. Yeah, yeah, basically. And so, but there was a, a weird two minute phone call that they don't know who it was, supposedly. Did the voice sound anything like this? Hey, Flyboy, it's your pal Seabot. Tell your wife I said hi. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh, that's oh, Just a completely normal hi. conversation. Those are my personal files, and I'll ask you not to share them. So there's all sorts of, you know, flight air, pilot error or pilot suicide that, you know, they could talk about. And if it wasn't the pilot, but someone actually else did bring it down, well, it could have been a terrorist attack. You know, just days before 370 disappeared, Taiwanese intelligence received warnings about possible terrorist planned attacks in the Beijing airport and the city subway system. So there was a text in the area being talked about, plus the two men that, that they had talked about earlier. I mean, it absolutely could have been terrorists in some time, some way. There was one source that we saw said something about how the captain would willingly let uh, passengers come into the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? You ever hang around the gymnasium? Joey, you like movies about gladiators? You ever spend time in a Turkish prison? <laughs> you ever climb the rope in gym class? <laughs> But so he was letting people come in there. So if if we're going to go the terrorist route, if he's got his door open and he's just letting people in, it would be a very easy just to someone to jump up, kick the door and take over. Yeah, we are going to. Yeah, Maybe wherever. he set it up that way. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, with me in my mind, that whole shit with him having questionable nefarious shit makes it sound like if, if something did go down, he might have been a, a part of it. Um, but then we're getting in when we're talking about this stuff. This is kind of gets into the conspiracy theories, which is the more fun talk. <clears throat> and one of the ones that I like the best is Diego Garcia. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but Diego Garcia is an atoll or an island uh, in the Indian Ocean, and it's a big U.S. naval base. And in 2015, 
Former Secretary of State Colin Powell, Chief of Staff, told Vice News a CIA black site was run on the island as a transit site where people were temporarily housed uh, to interrogate them from time to time, meaning to torture them in the middle of fucking nowhere. And this freelance journalist, Jim Stone, has claimed to have found evidence in an IBM employee named Philip Woods who was on the flight and supposedly he managed to send a text message with an attached black or blank picture, but it, it contained data that showed the message was sent from Diego Garcia after the flight supposedly crashed. Each pic has EXIF data, which tells you like where it was taken and time and stuff like that if you have your location turned on. And the accompanying text was with the picture, allegedly. I have been held hostage by unknown military personnel after my flight was hijacked, blindfolded. I work for IBM, and I have managed to hide my cell phone in my ass during the hijack. I've been separated from the rest of the passengers, and I am in a cell. My name is Philip Wood. I think I've been drugged as well, and I cannot think clearly. That is pretty crazy. Uh, if that's true, number one, that's, if you can get a cell phone in your ass, more power to you. That's pretty. Co- <laughs> that, that's a pretty coherent thought for someone who thinks yeah. they're drugged. But yeah. then the moment he starts texting with the phone in his ass, it's a whole different story. Exit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. data can be faked, yeah, of course. You know, mm-hmm. so this is a. Um, is it believable that if we were going to take over stuff and send them to Diego Garcia? Well, the U.S. U.S. government does some nefarious shit, so I could see that. But no. you know, that's that's crazy to think. What if the military base just wanted to see how long they could keep a plane off radar? Maybe you know, in I case mean. for some kind of uh, practice run yeah. or something in the future. I mean, why not? And make publicity about it to say, hey, there's a missing plane. Have you seen it? Blah, blah, blah. And then they go and make it missing. And so, I mean, it would be a great experiment. Speaking of making it missing, another theory is they shot it down. They say that the U.S. shot down the plane because it had been hijacked. The hijackers were planning on crashing the plane into the military base there at Diego Garcia. At Diego Garcia, Yeah. yeah. Another theory says that the plane was accidentally shot down during a joint U.S.-Thai military exercise. The exercise is what? Like, shoot that plane down? Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, like- they were having war games. <laughs> the only bad thing would be that, that there are, you know, innocent bystanders. Well, that's why it, if so. it was if it was accidental, they didn't mean for it to You know, friendly fire happens all the time. Just sucks it's- to be like, yeah, I'm boarding this plane. And not realizing that you're about to be vacation. an innocent bystander. Uh, I'm going on vacation. I'm going for 11 days. Us? Yeah, exactly. Matt, shit happens. Well, and so were there any, were, and were there any I confirmed? think that's the whole point. That's why they, they would, they would sweep it under the rug. Like they, they didn't mean to, but, uh, you know, but the better question is why would the U.S. government be entering into war games with Thailand? They can sit there and, uh, fake anything else out. They could have faked people being on the plane. There could have been nobody on that plane. Ah. Uh, it, uh, enter the, the, the well-known 80s documentary Millennium yeah. with Chris Christopherson. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, from the yeah. future, uh, they, there was a portal that opened, and they, they replaced all the bodies. On, uh, they took all the people off the plane and replaced them with mm-hmm. dead bodies. Kind of like mm-hmm. in that other documentary that we watched, Lost, where they put the plane on the bottom of the, gr- of the ocean with, with dead bodies inside it. <laughs> When they say that something bad happens and they have the conspiracy actors, 
the crisis actors. Maybe it's yeah. a bunch of crisis actors on there. That's a hell of a crisis job. Oh, and by the way, we're going to kill you. <laughs> hey, there's been better. <laughs> That's not the only theory, though. There's a there's a third theory. That, a shot down theory. Yeah. yeah. North Korea shot down the plane because just 10 days before 370 went missing, South Korea claimed that North Korea fired projectiles off its coast at nearly the same time at a Chinese South Airlines flight that passed through the area. But here's my problem with that. Why the fuck wouldn't we come forward and say, hey, North Korea shot this down. Uh, time to wipe them out. I mean, I, I absolutely believe that North Korea probably fired projectiles off its coast. Yeah. They do that kind of shit all the time. Yeah, I just... <laughs> They're doing it now. It just... Very Wasn't, much Wait, so. when Malaysia kind of went missing, well, it was With not the in the middle... <laughs> Where the fuck is Malaysia? <laughs> Malaysia Airlines. Bombardier. When it kind of went missing, it wasn't right in the middle of an election, but it was kind of like a <laughs> pre-amp kind of situation. So, I mean, <laughs> they could have been, I don't know, they stage stuff all the time, but... I mean, they could have been firing off the nukes long before we thought well, they, they, they were. Well, you can't fire a nuke without anyone knowing about it because you, they can sense they can sense a nuke detonation anywhere on the planet. So we know anytime a nuclear detonation above ground goes off, theoretically, but that doesn't mean they weren't testing missiles. But we're they're under yeah. such strict surveillance, and that demilitarized zone is so covered with mm-hmm. with you know military personnel from the U.S. and South Korea and all that area. It's hard to believe that that would happen without someone knowing. But that doesn't mean that we wouldn't uh, cover it up. When Brent, I'd hope when, not. When but... Brent built Seabot, he actually put a uh, a sensor into him for that. Um, and Seabot, <laughs> uh, did you did you notice a, a disturbance in the force? Unfortunately, no. But my pinchers are crossed for the future. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're going to get into some of the here's to hoping we're going to some of the <laughs> physically more improbable theories. So there's a theory that 370 may have been consumed by a black hole. John, this is your favorite. I'm going to let you take it. Uh, your favorite and mine. Well, this isn't my favorite. No, you don't loop me in with you. And Don Lemon. Don Lemon uh, on CNN asked whether it was preposterous that it could have happened. Uh, he that, was that it could, as in it was swallowed by a black, black hole. hole. Um, uh, he he <laughs> Lemon was uh, Lemon was criticized by John Stewart on the Daily Show and by former U.S. Department of Transportation Inspector General uh, Mary Shivo, who, while appearing on CNN, said that a small black hole would suck in our entire universe. So we know it's not that. Well, well that's not true either. in our entire universe because she's an idiot too. Yeah, right. Because uh, we know black holes exist and they haven't sucked us in. Not quite yet. Um, uh, thewire.com, which wasn't satisfied with Shivo's answer, uh, obtained detailed reasons for why a black hole wouldn't swallow a plane from Columbia University at astronomy professor David J. Halfrand, uh, and Peter Michelson, a professor of physics from Stanford University. Reasons did not involve any suggestion that a small black hole could suck in the entire universe. <laughs> and another hypothesis is that that a meteorite might have struck the plane over. This is statistically such a small probability that there's no fucking way. He said black hole, but I mean, he, maybe he meant like a well, wormhole or a portal. I think he like, probably meant what that if, What if there's multiple Bermuda Triangles? There are there that that supposedly there are multiple of those places, but this isn't one of them. But I think what we're talking about here is is what if there was some sort of uh, yeah let's let's call it a wormhole, Brent. Yeah, uh, well, so yeah, more paranormal. 
could he have went into a wormhole? Here's my problem with the wormhole. Up in like in 3037, just fucking Malaysian 370 is going to appear in the sky like, what the fuck's going on? And, and they're going to find out. The problem is if this thing went into a wormhole, why did they turn off all communications and still ping for seven hours? Is that it? it's flying into the lower fourth dimension because and signals making... still travel through the, the, ether? the remnant of the wormhole. Oh, so not it's normal communications, but that ping somehow can, can travel space time. Have you ever, have you ever listened to, uh, hello from the magic tavern? Yeah, of course. We're wonderful podcast, Chicago based podcast. Uh, he, uh, in a, in a magical land known as Foon, uh, still gets a slight Wi-Fi signal through the magical portal he mm-hmm. fell through. Same concept. Oh, so it makes sense. <laughs> well, then that goes along with the other thing, time travel. Like, what if they were just that that wormhole made them fucking time travel? And so I don't think it would have been in the past because we would have found them probably. But they go into the future, and one day they're just going to dump out. Oh, man, there's no it depends way on how get, far back in the past that there's they no went, way you're going to get through future tsa security if if it was time travel maybe that's how we have those cuneiform blocks knowing what the universe looks like from mm. from way back when <laughs> that's true they there landed was, back there then. was all these engineers on the flight they landed way back then and they're like you know what why carve random straight up facts let's make weird cuneiform that's what the blocks. black boxes are for that's what's not that's only what, keeping communication but it's also taking little snapshots of the map (laughs) for time travel just in case yeah for time travel jay jay just in case you know i think what we're getting at here is the most probably realistic thing that happened is an alien abduction (laughs) i think that's just it makes sense that's what's coming out in that new episode he's gonna prove how he found all those bodies and took all those alien implants out of them oh yeah there, there's a tv show coming up or something where they're with that be doctor that, that pulls out implants i saw that yeah. yeah this is not from this world you can tell by the way it tastes <laughs> is, yep. this, is this You're a crossover with dr control. pimple popper <laughs> yeah if you love Plus 101. You're going to love. Yeah, whatever. I mean, alien abduction is one of the other things that CNN of all channels was like, you know what? Maybe it was aliens. Can we just throw that out? You know, when they're in hour 64 of straight coverage on this, they were hurting. And they're like, anyone got any ideas? They turn <laughs> they to, have the, nothing. They turn like, to the guy mm. in the back. Maybe it was an alien. We're going to go with that. The all-time mag- magician. Another one that thing. a lot of people... <laughs> Made a whole airplane. David Blaine. Yeah. No, yeah, it was exactly. what Chris, what's his name? Chris Angel. Chris, Chris Angel. Angel. He mind freaked. You've mind. been mind freaked. <laughs> mind freaked. I just freaked your mind. I made Malaysia Airline go off the map. So another one is there was a testing, uh, people said, of maybe a black weapon or device, something that, you know, maybe it, it, they were took control of it, as we said earlier. Uh, shot it down, disintegrated it. Hell, they're testing that rail gun. Maybe they're like, let's see if we can hit a moving tar. Oh shit, we did. You know, like, who knows? <laughs> I mean, that would be, that would make sense because I mean, who wants to sit there and say, yeah, it's our country's fault. You lost a family member well, because then that- all the suing. Basically, comes you've into got it. You've got an ultra evil version of. Of Rick from Rick and Morty, <laughs> he's he's like, oh yeah, l- let's see if this gun works. Boom! Wubba lubba dub dub. It well, works. That, that goes now, along the, with the, the whole North Korea thing. Like, why, if they really did that, why the fuck wouldn't we have just said, "Yeah, it was North Korea"? Uh, there, there is, there is one other, there is one other conspiracy theory. Um, 
And we almost didn't include this one. It's because it's gotten a lot of credence, but it's so silly and it's it's kind of been debunked. But we at least need to touch on it. So we don't do silly on this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's this company. Uh, th- uh, there's this company out there called uh, Freescale uh, Semiconductors. It was it was acquired a while back by this larger this large large group called the Carlyle Group, and if you, if you if you're a big believer in you know the New World Order and all that stuff, it's it it's a they own a bunch of companies, you know, and some people believe that the, they, they're proponents of the new. They're part of the 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 yeah. The is, is this is this the company that's based out of Austin, Texas that you're about to get into? Nope. I, I don't know that oh, they're based so on. We, we, we've got a, it, it, this one doesn't have to do with, uh, uh, computer chips or anything, does it? The chip uh, guys? Uh, well, semiconductors. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah. It is. And so, um, long story short, um, it, it, it's an Asian company and, uh, uh, the, the story goes that, that, uh, when Carlisle Group bought the company, uh, there are it, the patent pending 20, basically 20 members of the company, 20 of the most important members of that company, um, are pretty much the patent holders. Uh, and, and t- they are on this airplane and, uh, they happen to die on yeah. this airplane. They need to make them go bye-bye. It's easier to make a, and, an a international and, event like that. Right. And by them dying on this airplane, um, that patent defaults to the Carlisle Group, which th- this patent is worth literally... Then they spin into some dark room, and there's a reptilian <laughs> there going, good, good. <laughs> and this patent is worth literally billions and billions of dollars. Mama don't like tattletales. Uh, I mean, th- this is you have to you have to believe in all of it. You know, the, the, to me, that's probably the most realistic. Half the shit we just said. I mean, let's be honest here. All right, guys. And and who runs all of this? Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Say it. Rudy actually brought uh, another uh, conspiracy that involves some of the artists. What what is it exactly? That there were um, roughly 19, 20, 21 artists on board, prominent chi- um, uh, Chinese artists who were returning home from a uh, like an art show, and uh, of course uh, it's known that China is not very good on individual rights. And what's more, you know, I've never heard that. I think that's made up. But keep going. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Wait, China, chi- China's not good at. At individual rights, <laughs> that I, I, they're, they're not a very big test. fan of it. I should I, say. I, I've heard of a a, 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 a very well known album called Chinese Democracy. Yeah, um, <laughs> my good friend Axel, Axel Rose put it out. Yeah. Um, oh, so, okay. So well, if it's Axel Rose, it must be true then. Correct. But go so ahead. What, they they eighty six them because they were they were exercising their rights. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And you know what better way than a flight that disappears? Well, you know, I mean that it would make sense if. Uh, you know, if if you see someone creating this art and let's just say the country doesn't like it, then more people are going to draw inspiration of, oh, if they can do whatever their art is, painting, you know, filmmaking, whatever it is, I can do that, too. And I can stand for what I believe Revolt! in. So, Attica. Attica. Yeah. 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 Welfare. I get it. I get it. My only thing is I don't think that it could have been North Korea because and. How this dare is kind you. of a stretch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if they had shot down that plane and say somebody would have had to kept their secret, it kind of the the roles would have been reversed right now. 
we would have been, you know, doing some crazy shit while they hid our secret versus them being so open in the air about everything and well, us going, you know, I fighting agree. for it. I agree with that. I just don't know. Cause why it would have been a dirty little secret. secret. If you shoot down a plane, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's big shit. And so. I don't know why we would hit it in the first place if it was them. That's my sticking point. On that. Right. Like, what, what do we have, you know, hiding from that? It doesn't make any sense. Unless, unless it was kind of like the opposite and it was, Hey, you guys, look, we can move a moving, we can hit a moving obstacle. <laughs> and then that was kind of like we, a warning and we can fire. Hit a non-moving obstacle. North Korea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's probably the the perfect Catch entree into to getting into our our thoughts. Yeah, let's yeah. let's start with you guys. Yeah, you know, what if you got each and give us like if you had to pick one, what's your your most believable, mm. most favorite? What 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 are you backing? I've got really, I've got two. One, uh, the first one is I said one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is I, I would like the crazier one is I think the Chinese government had something to do with it. Straight up, they had a couple reasons too. Um, the other one is um, just simple. The pilot wanted the plane to go down, so he did it as as best he could. Because I mean, if if it was shot down, if it was destroyed, if it was brutally just torn down into the That's into the, the ocean, mother I've ever seen. In my life. Um, That'd be like a James Bond of planes. There'd be there'd be pieces everywhere. They'd have found more of it. They'd have found right wreckage somewhere. But the fact that they didn't find very much wreckage means. I would almost say that they landed it safely somewhere and it either just sank to the bottom of the ocean or they just dismantled it. Or they're living on an island somewhere else. A lost island? <laughs> with just polar bears. Away. With all the other rappers that die, you know? And like, then like, they... like Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any other famous person that dies in an airplane crash, they're all on that island. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. It's the... Uh... Yeah, it's the, the, the <laughs> island of lost celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> the lost celebrities, yeah. Right. Michael Jackson. I don't know. Elvis. I I would pretty much have to say, I mean, I don't know. I'm not big into the alien thing, but How for them you? not to, I know, I know. But for them to have to, like, find some wreckage of some things and they didn't, I would almost say it was almost like another Bermuda. An unknown Bermuda Triangle kind of thing. Some kind of wormhole. One, a wormhole or something, but something that is, oh, I don't know. That or, I wouldn't say they were, I mean, they would literally have to be obliterated. I mean, like, no shred dust kind of thing with as much wreckage they, they found. They have found some pieces. And but not think, like good the, pieces, not like well, but not like pieces they, that they know are definitely from it. And the ocean's deep, motherfucker. You know, it goes yeah, down but those miles. could have been planted. Could have, <laughs> they could have, but they, you know, maybe that could have been like everybody's wondering what happened to this. So I, I mean, could, our I government could have been like, it's almost as if you've been doing too much science. Too much science is that possible? They could have been like plant this here so we can throw it on the news right. so that people are like, oh, there is a little piece of it found. <laughs> I mean, and there hope. may not be anything. I mean, yeah, I hope. I mean, that's what people people look for. They look for answers all the time, and there may not be any. It could just be. Let's get a little philosophical gone. for this show. I'm sorry. There, there, I'm there sorry. Are, there are actually no answers still. So <laughs> sorry. See, I, I think I'll have to go now. There is one piece of information. I, I'm not sure if this is true, but there was a bunch of uh, lithium-ion batteries on board. Did, did we cover that? Or, or no, no? In our episode, we did not. Okay, that's one. right. So there's, you know, and they're flammable. They're very, very flammable. Right. So there's. There's that theory too that 
there could have been a fire and just everything went haywire. Uh, Before it even hit the ground. Yeah. So, and that would have knocked out all their safety precautions, knocked out the power, whatever. But they still, you know, the they were on the radar for, what, seven hours? So I'm going to have to just completely say that this one's got to be the uh, pilot uh, on a suicide mission. That's the most logical. Yeah, so like what I was saying earlier about how him planning it out kind of thing, like he could have been doing the videos of showing like, look, I'm so welcome and warming and hanging out with everybody. And then he left showing that he left the cockpit open or whatever just for that one person. to. Oh, so so you're saying he had an accomplice. Well, masking it kind of thing. Yeah. Like saying, oh, well, I always hung out with everybody so that people knew like it was kind of open. He wouldn't but have to do that if he's he was just going to kill everyone. Like, he was leaving a gate open. Well, <laughs> the most craziest people had the perfect plan. And maybe he thought this was his per- Well, then I, I don't know what to tell you. That's very bad news, Jack. And I, look, uh, I hope you guys make a better decision next time. I agree with the I think my my number one feeling is it was probably a pilot. I don't even think it was pilot error to me with. You know, finding that he he had stopped taking all of his, you know, data that he was putting forward, you know, like his schedules and stuff has stopped then. He had tried to study this course and then had wiped his hard drive and then they were able to get the, the data back. And someone turned off all of the shit. Someone that knew what they were doing uh-huh. turned off everything that they could inside this plane. Makes me think that the pilot or someone, you know, either took over the pilot, but more likely it was the pilot he could have easily turned off the oxygen, let everyone die. And you think, well, how could this have went for seven hours? Well, I was watching in, in my studying for this or in my, my research, there is a fighter. They call it the cornfield bomber, but it was actually a fighter plane. This guy was like caught in jet washing. He went into a flat spin. This was in like 1970 here in the United States. And he couldn't get out. And at 8,000 feet, his wingman said eject and he ejects and the blowout pressure from like him ejecting righted the plane and immediately started flying correctly. And it flew <laughs> on its own and just so happened to go down like a long ass way away into a snow covered field, glided in, landed with same as no damage to the plane and what? idled and idled there until the fuel ran out and they, wow. Do you know what you're supposed to do if you catch on fire? <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll! They found the plane, took it back, did reinstalled the fucking uh, seat, and slapped it back in the air. And it <laughs> flew until they, they retired it later, like 15 years later. So, oh, it's not, yeah, and it's like one of those things. It's actually, I think they said it's in the Smithsonian. It's in an air museum somewhere. And they were interviewing yeah, what the if, guy. What if our Malaysian airline is over there in North Korea, though, just so happens to be, and they're like having it on like this pedestal? And they're like, look what we grabbed out of the sky. <laughs> Someone would report that. I'm yeah. No, we that, got that's so many eyes in the sky over North about Korea. It. They're like, this is a kept secret. No, that's what, that's what the Greys have. It's in their museum. <laughs> yeah, that's more. Look what we <laughs> found, gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. just grabbed it right out of I've the sky. I've shoved everything So, yeah. Everything's I, intact. In my mind, I think that, you know, to me, the pilot doing, you know, a suicide, taking everyone with him. Uh, something like that is probably the most realistic. John, what well, do you yeah, say? Well, yeah, because they say that the like people who are terrorists, what for the longest time they were able to get through security. So you got the and they were getting jobs at airports. So if they were able to get jobs at airports and they were doing baggage claim and all this stuff, 
who say he wasn't a terrorist getting a flight job? Well, the problem is, I nobody, mean, anybody can turn into a terrorist at any point in time. You don't have nobody. To have nobody's any, I mean, claiming no it though. That's or, just it. Nobody's coming. Well, now the one person to claim it is dead. Usually, terrorists well, claim it. Terrorists yeah. would be like, I'm from the offshoot of this or that. The you know, right? And we, I, I'm. Hey, everybody turns thing. a new leaf. He yeah. could be turning. They could be doing a silence terrorism thing. I mean, you never know. A silent terrorist? That kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I mean... I mean, if I'm going to terrorize somebody, it's going to be If for you don't cause. know that I'm coming after you and I'm standing right next to you being your friend and then all of a sudden I'm wearing a bomb and blow us both up... That's just straight murder. That's murder. That's hey, not terrorism. That's terrorism. Terrorism <laughs> has to have a reason behind it. Like... Otherwise, you're just an in asshole. my mind. I may have a reason, but like, uh, yeah, I'm going to take him out. Yeah, but you know, that's I mean, just called crazy. I disagree with you, Chris. <laughs> well, there are people out there like that, though. <laughs> yeah, you are one of those people. I will be careful around you from now on. Here, here's what I think. I, it 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 definitively wasn't shot down, nor did it break up in air. Uh, we would have found more pieces. Yeah. Period. End of story. Uh, there would be more pieces found. Um. There have definitively been three pieces found and maybe six pieces found. Uh, there would be more pieces found if it had, if it had been shot in the air. Like you can't, you can't contain that. Uh, so it, it definitely glided down or landed somewhere. Mm -hmm. Now I, I, mm -hmm. I believe that it glided down. I think that, I think unfortunately that it, it glided down in the water. Um, why? I don't know. I, I truly, I, 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 I don't have, I don't, I, I, I pr the pilot probably had something to do with it because there's, there's too many weird circumstances around it with everything turning off at the same time that there's too many backup systems, uh, with, with, with it turning, with it turning, with all the systems turning off and then the weird, uh, trajectory of the of the plane turning numerous different yeah. courses uh like you I, said just one two three four five six things just start adding up when, when so, it adds someone, up to yeah. that much you know it, it walks like a duck smells like a duck quacks like a duck all of that yeah uh it, it, you add you add all of that up together <laughs> it, it 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 just to me uh the pilot probably had something to do with it and unfortunately those, those poor folks are are probably at the bottom of the ocean somewhere along with the the entirety of the fuselage. So that's our thoughts, Hysteria Nation. What do you guys think? Where can they let us know, John? Well, they can check out our Facebook discussion page, Hysteria Nation. Go on to Facebook, search Hysteria Nation. You're going to find all sorts of goodies there. Also, you can find Hysteria 51 podcast on there. You're going to find our newest episodes, things like that. Very important while we're talking about Hysteria Nation, though. We've had a contest, John. If you were on Hysteria Nation, you might have participated in our contest. It's been running for, well, it was running for two weeks prior. Well, I, when did this release? I guess three weeks ago. Yeah. It yeah. was running. And uh, we're here to announce the winner of our contest. In case you weren't on Hysteria Nation, shame on you that you weren't. You didn't hear about this. We had a ton of people. A ton of on. entries. Yeah, a ton of entries. And we narrowed it down. And after we narrowed it down, we still had like 13 entries that we were arguing over. And we picked one. John, why don't you let them know what the winner is going to be? After arguing, there was a lot of argument. We we had to use producer Lisa for the tiebreaker. Then she just stared at us blindly. So finally, I picked the winner. Uh, <laughs> conspiracy bot kept saying that uh, Phil Savaggio should win. Phil Savaggio didn't even and enter, he didn't enter, think, yeah, <laughs> which was weird. He said, "I like his meatballs." Hey, ooh. <laughs> 
But the winner, drum roll please, of the first annual topic contest for Hysteria 51 it's is... Is something can something be first annual if it's first one? Wouldn't it be the inaugural? I, I'm going with first annual. Ryan Nolan with the Knights of the Golden Circle. I had never heard of that. And that is a fascinating thing. The whole secret society of white supremacists were actually behind the assassination of, of President Lincoln and they were hoarding gold, trying to do a second, uh, a second civil war. We're going to dive into that in an upcoming episode. The more holes that we can poke in racists, the better. <laughs> <laughs> with sticks and our gunfire. Yes, I mean. <laughs> so, Ryan Nolan, we are going to be reaching out to you. By the time you've heard this, you've already been reached out to. We've already touched you, Ryan. That's what we're getting at. In many ways, perhaps. <laughs> so, Ryan and everyone, thank you so much. And if you didn't win, we apologize. But This we- isn't going to be the only one. We're going to be do more of these. It was a lot of fun. And if we really, really, really liked your topic... And we really, really, really hadn't heard of it. We might reach out to you to be on a future episode. I have anyway. 13 names. A couple of them are actually repeats, but I have 13 topics that we uh, really liked. Each and every one of you, I'm going to reach out to you and we're going to send you some stickers. We're definitely going to send you some stickers. And one or two of you, we, we still might reach out to you to have you uh, give a minute or two of your thoughts on that topic. Yeah, but, but you don't get jack shit. <laughs> I mean, you don't get the bag. <laughs> Uh, but we, but we, listen, we love you being a part of Hysteria Nation and we don't want to exclude you. You're all winners in our book and we, we thank you so much for participating. And since you're all members of Hysteria Nation, you know how much we want voicemails. 773-669-7277. What was that number again, Brent? That number is 773-669-7277. We've got one, John, from one that I've been saying wrong this whole time. Aaron Babel, not Babel. 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 It's the Tower of Babel, <laughs> Brent. The Tower of Babel. Conspiracy Bot, why don't you hit us with his voicemail? Hey guys, it's Aaron Babel. You know, uh, not Babel, but Babel. Jamie and I love your show. Really love the last one. Still kind of curious as to why Brentland hysterics over pedos. Kind of weird. Anyways, love your show. Take care. Love you both. Love you too, Seabot. You can say you love me all you want. You aren't getting any of my sweet robo s. I don't. I don't really know if that's true. If you want some, we can probably work that out. I don't know if Jamie's going to be okay with it, but I'm just saying. I'm not opposed to you know, letting be, you have some I'd free time. I'd be careful how intimate you try to get with Conspiracy Bot in your uh, voicemails <laughs> that you leave. He He's the kind of house guest that might show up and <laughs> might never leave. <laughs> so don't forget, you can also find us at Hysteria51Pod on Twitter. Find us on TeePublic. Just search Hysteria51. You can find all of our T-shirts on there. If you forget any of this, just go to our webpage, Hysteria51.com. Huge thanks to everyone at Secret Transmission. Guys, thanks a ton for being on. How can they find you? Uh, you can find us all kinds of places. <laughs> I'm very bad at self-promoting. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Transpod. We're on Facebook. Uh, Stitcher. 
Yeah, all our show Google is available. Yeah. Tell us where all our shows are available anywhere, at, Kristen. Uh, anywhere podcasts are available. Please. We can be found on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. I said all that. Instagram. <laughs> and... You guys, where can they find your t-shirts? Oh, that's right. You don't have them. And I keep yelling at you about that. <laughs> well, we do have a spot that you can get shirts. They're just, uh, I don't like dealing with the a company. A little pricey. <laughs> yeah, they're a little pricey. They're not the, of the thrifty kind. I keep giving them shit because they don't have a tea public where every other week they're $12 for a t-shirt. But Yeah, I know. I need, I need to set that up. I really do. We need to get on that $6t-shirt.com. Guys, thank you so much for being on tonight. We really, really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun, too. If people want to find you on Twitter, it's at Secret Transpod. Yep, that's it. There you go. Well, guys, like I said, thanks a ton, and uh, I don't think we solved this one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone will yet. Well, thank y'all for having us on, and tell Conspiracy Bot to stay the hell off our show. Yes, I want a lovey-dovey response from Conspiracy Bot. Not not mean. You can want in one hand and shit in the other. And tell me yourself, these meat sacks aren't my secretaries. (laughs) (laughs) So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.